Here at Eau Claire Hometown Media, we're proud to have as one of our longest-serving partners the fine folks with Stokes, Proc, and Munt Funeral Chapel and the Cremation Society of Wisconsin. Right here, Randy tells us why cremation has become so popular in our area, around 80% in Eau Claire County alone. Well, it takes a lot of stress off the family because, you know, if their parents come in and do that, uh, that's the ultimate gift they can give to their kids because so often people don't want to talk about this. When people prearrange and prepay, people like that. And it gives them financial security because that money is in an irrevocable trust. Nobody can touch it in, until the time of death. And then there's less of a financial burden on the kids. Because a lot of times their parents don't tell them what their asset situation is. You know, they keep that private. Hello, everyone. Talk of the Town is up and running in Oak Claire, Wisconsin, USA. I'm Scott Montesano, and this is where the Chippewa Valley comes to talk. Hey, hey, yeah, the, the, the talk of the town. It's such a lazy take to talk about the weather, but boy, oh boy, we are definitely uh, getting that soaker these last few days. It's one of those things. I was just telling somebody this. Just a little while ago, I said, uh, they said, how's it going, Scott? I said, I'm like everybody else in town. I'm happy and sad at the weather. We're all happy to see the rain, but at the same time, it kind of slows down getting the furnace going, doesn't it? Uh, This last weekend, by the way, uh, my daughter's soccer on Saturday and my son's fall baseball on Saturday were both canceled due to the weather and I believe the weather no doubt played a role in in stymieing some of the excitement for various other events in town but the people I feel really really bad for are the people that are are, are people that had weddings and I know the fall is not necessarily wedding season anymore uh, the spring's not wedding season people have weddings 12 months out of the year but that said there were weddings on Saturday and I feel bad for the people that had a wedding on Saturday. And uh, we got our summer's worth of rain over the course of the weekend. Well, we move on from that on Talk of the Town. Don't forget to check out all of our great shows that we have at Talk of the Town. Some great ones have just dropped. Dan Markon on Markon Unleashed gives his thoughts on the Travis Hakes situation you are going to want to check that out so go to mark on unleashed and listen to what dan mark on has to say mark on who by the way ran against travis hakes in the republican chippewa county primary almost two years ago so you want to get his thoughts on the situation and that is where we will begin today the travis hakes situation in Chippewa County because there has been some movement since you and I were hanging out together late last week. And if you have not listened to the podcast from last Thursday, I recommend you go back and listen to that before you listen ahead now. Don't don't read chapter two 
unless you've already read chapter one. Don't try to skip ahead because that's a key foundational piece on Thursday. And and listen back, that's been one of our most popular podcasts we have had, not just for Talk of the Town, but for all of our shows for almost the last full calendar year. My Thursday take on Travis Hakes and the Chippewa County situation. And we got a lot of feedback on that program. Some people agreeing with me saying, hey, let's be patient. And then there were some people out there, some people out there, was called a liberal dickweed by one individual on an email. Another person who wrote a comment on the Facebook post uh, that we had to delete, we had to because it was naughty language, pretty much said that the world is coming for liberals like me. It was almost threatening, actually. I laugh about it, by the way. It was kind of threatening. First off, as we've long since noted on this program, I am anything but a liberal. We have established this, folks. I lean fiscally fiscally conservative and morally liberal. And I flip-flop between those two all the time, too. So... If uh, your argument back to me, if you do not agree with me, is I'm a crazy conservative or I am a liberal dickweed, you've got to come with a lot more because I do not reside in either house in that regard, which plays into what I said. We have to be patient with everything with this Travis Hakes, Chippewa County situation. Now, since last week, we've had some movement. Travis Hakes and his lawyer sent out another pound-the-table letter on Friday afternoon, basically you know, saying that whatever these allegations are are, going, are, are, are inaccurate, they're, they're, they're out of thin air, they don't really exist kind of thing, questioning the process, questioning if certain policies were followed by the Chippewa County boards, well, pound the table letter. They're, they're fighting fire with fire. That's the tactic that Travis Hakes and his lawyer have taken. Travis also posted onto his Facebook page him out and about in the area all weekend. And not him going out to a restaurant to eat with his kids. No, not that. <clears throat> But he was posting on his official Facebook page him patrolling and policing various neighborhoods in Chippewa County during quote-unquote off hours and saying, this is what I promised I would do for you, the people that voted me in, and here I'm doing it now. So posting things, you know, Saturday night, Sunday night kind of thing to rally his base. The argument that... The, the thing, whether these allegations are true or not, and we'll get to that in a moment, the thing Travis Hakes is doing is that he is definitely trying to rally the support that he knows is easy. He's rallying his base is what he is doing. Look at all the stuff I'm doing. And the refrain from Travis Hakes and the refrain from a lot of the people that were not happy with what I said on Thursday, because remember on Thursday... I didn't side with the Chippewa County Board either, but I didn't side with Travis Hakes either. The people that are in favor of Travis Hakes and think this whole thing's a scam and all that, 
Travis Hakes is feeding that, going, hey, you know, I'm doing this stuff that I promised you, you voted me in, you the public, and I'm doing what you promised, I promised you. Here I am patrolling on a Saturday night. I'm in the town of Lafayette on Friday night during quote-unquote off hours. I said I'd be out there. Here's all the stuff that I'm doing that I promised I would do. He is trying to win that PR battle right away. Now, on one hand, if you feel you are innocent, I can see defending yourself. People say, I had somebody comment to me today, innocent people don't rush out and get lawyers. Well, I'm not sure about that. I've never been accused of something in a legal sense. I think I'd get a lawyer if I was accused of something in a legal sense. Even if I'm 100%, I know I'm innocent. You know, one of the odd fears I have, and I think it's a fear for a number of people, is being inaccurately or, or unjustly accused of something and you can't get out of it. One of those odd fears that I think some of us have. So I don't have, the fact he's got a lawyer, I don't think that means anything. But the posts that he's put out the last few days, which isn't quite what he's done the previous six months, the posts he put out over the weekend, those are passive-aggressive tactics. He was kind of throwing that out there and looking for the positive comments that would follow beneath. People saying, I'm with you, Travis, and all that. We, do, we all do the same thing on social media, too. We'll throw something on social media, our personal Facebook pages or whatnot, knowing it's going to generate a certain amount of comments that'll make us feel good. But the posts he put out there this weekend, I could have done without those. It's like when you're at work and somebody in the office has been accused of, pull, of not pulling their weight so they start to make sure they're the last one to leave the office every day. Not that they're doing extra work, but they make sure they're the last one leaving and they make sure everybody knows they're the last one leaving the office or they make sure they're the first one in the office. Not that they're really doing anything extra, but they're trying to put on a show. So Now, with the Travis Hake situation, we'll know more next week. We're going to know more next week. We're not going to know much this week. Everything this week is just going to be fluff. We'll know more next week, early next week. The allegations are supposed to be released. Good job by WEAU and the Leader Telegram. They filed the foils. Things are going through the process, and they should be released early next week, most likely on, let me take a look here, on Monday. Most likely on Monday. And at that point in time, we will see what he's being accused of, what the accusations are. We will know more at that point in time, and then you and I can really start to formulate honest opinions, not just based off of assumptions, not just based off what we want to have happen. So in the end... As I said, we've had some movements in late, since late last week, but not much has changed since you and I last chatted. As I said last Thursday, it's likely he did something wrong. Now, what that is, that's a wide gap. Okay, 
wide gap. He likely did something wrong, Travis Hakes did. Something unbecoming of a leader. The question will be, is this as serious as the county board has now made it? The county board cannot walk back how serious this is. So if the accusations are rather underwhelming, and I don't want to start throwing out what it could be or anything like that, but if they're underwhelming, the county board is going to look very, very bad. Or we're going to find out what Travis Hakes is being accused of is very serious. Again, the question will be, is this as serious as the county board has made it? If it's not, it's a big board, it's a big blow against the board at its legitimacy and Randy Schatz. It's going to be a very big blow to their credibility and legitimacy. But at the same time, it could also be very warranted. That is the key. We don't know and we have to be patient. To go all in with, oh, he's guilty, or to go all in with the county board is corrupt, or to go all in with anything is not being a mature adult. We all have to be patient. Maybe hold off on posting on social media for a while. Wait till the stuff comes out. We got to wait. We've all done this as adults. We've all had to. The person says, hey, wait till I see you after lunch. I got a story for you. Oh, wait till you hear this. You get back from the you get back from your lunch break. You go see the the coworker in the office, and you say, "What what do you what have you got? What do you got?" And sometimes the employee is going to say, "Oh, I saw the boss doing X Y Z. Oh, that's bad." And other times the employee is going to or your coworker is going to tell you a story, and you're going to go, "Well, that wasn't that good." Sometimes your kids come up to you, and they've got a story from school. And sometimes those stories are kind of funny and cute, and you're like, oh, that was a good story. Other times they're telling you the story, and you're looking at them blank face like, what? I just, wait. that's two minutes of my life I'm not going to get back. We got to be patient with this. I was giving another person an analogy today. Everybody, whenever we see stories like this, doesn't even want to wait until the actual story is presented. We, we don't even know what the accusations are, folks. This is not a case of we got the accusations and now we're waiting to see what the evidence is or anything like that. We don't even know what the accusations are. But everybody wants to give an opinion. People want to call me a liberal dickweed because I'm not saying the county board is corrupt. What do I have to say the county board is corrupt? You know, you, 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 Everybody wants to have strong opinions. This is another analogy. You're driving down the road with the family and you're, 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 you're going to stop off and get something to eat at the next stop. And the person goes, well, I want a burger. Well, hold on a second here. Let's get off the road and let's see what the options are. All right. Well, no, I am going to get a burger. Well, let's wait until we get off. You get off the road. Maybe your only options is pizza and Chinese food. Those are your two options. No burgers. Let the options present themselves. Then 
go all in with something. You could say what you want to have happen. And that's where you got to get careful in situations like this. Uh, but before you go all in with stuff, folks, let the options present themselves. Let, the, let everything present themselves. This has been, this, uh, this Travis Hakes uh, story has been one of the most contentious things we've had in our area since I would say probably the last two or three years. The most contentious thing. Because I do think there is that element, you can't ignore it, of, remember most of the Chippewa County Board is Republican, I think the end of the day but regardless Travis Hakes seems you know I don't we don't even know if this is true but I think people have created this this character of Travis Hakes that he would have been like he would have been one of these sheriffs during uh COVID that would not have been he would have been standing up for the people blah 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 and not enforcing rules and you know there's a lot of falsehood to that as well and you can really get down to in the weeds there where Chippewa County was not nearly as strict anyway as other county. I mean, this has been a very contentious thing. I am just interested in hearing what the accusations are to begin with because there's a part of me that at this point wonders if we're going to be underwhelmed with what is accused. And I, 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 I hesitate to even throw out examples of what it could be. You know, what, 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 would, the, what, would, what would an accusation be, Scott, that you would be underwhelmed by? Well, I, I don't want to start throwing stuff out there yet because I, I, I don't really know myself what would be accused that I would go, oh, that's not a big deal. I'll know it when I know it. It's the old adage that the, the, the Supreme Court from years ago, you know, what's... What's your definition of pornography? Well, I'll know pornography when I see it. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll know a serious accusation when I see it. And something, as opposed to something where I'll sit there and I'll go, county, county board kind of put its, itself on the line here for this. Uh, so we will know more probably next Tuesday. When we are talking next Tuesday, you and I will know more uh, and probably be able to have a few more opinions on the matter. And then the conversation will be, should the county board go all in with trying to get the governor to remove Travis Hicks? Then we'll have opinions on that. And a week from now, Scotty may very well be on the side of that guy who called me a liberal dickweed. I may very well be in Camp Travis Hicks a week from now. Or... I'll be sitting here going, county board got it right. Patience. Uh, CVTC moving on here. CVTC. The enrollment continues to slowly go up at CVTC. Uh, just had a couple hundred more people this year, but still the numbers going up. More than 7,500 people are enrolled at Chippewa Valley Technical College. That's good. The ginormous pumpkin festival was held over the weekend at River Prairie. Held that on Saturday, rain and all. A lot of good publicity for the pumpkin festival. Of course, they did the podcast with us 
the City of Altoona's podcast focused on the ginormous pumpkin festival a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they had the ginormous pumpkin festival in the rain and all on Saturday. It was a miserable day on Saturday. It was not a shower and then it cleared up. It was rainy from noon on. They say, the organizers say they had 4,000 people at the festival. I hope they're, I hope they're right. I mean, that'd be outstanding if they got that type of numbers for this uh, podcast uh, for this uh, festival in the rain. Outstanding job. The the thing is, you have a lot of spots people could go inside at River Prairie, too. So it's 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 a little. It's not like a concert where people have shown up and they're there for the concert. I'm sure there was a lot of people that went to River Prairie on Saturday. Looked at the big gigantic pumpkins, on the wooden crates. And then maybe ducked into one of the restaurants there and ate there. Maybe they didn't spend as much time at the tents. We'll see. But whether or notwithstanding, looks like it was a positive thing at the ginormous pumpkin festival. And I know the Alzheimer's Association had their walk at UWO Claire on Saturday. So a couple of nice events held over the weekend. Somewhat of dated news, but I wanted to bring it up again. Uh... The uh, the the county, Oakhart County, number one in the state for construction, Oakhart County, number one in the state for construction. There was three hundred and seventy five million dollars worth of construction in our area from uh, June to June. The uh, renovation at the library and the Children's Museum, very big towards that. And that number, that three seventy five million and being number one in the state likely not to go down too much to the next calendar year because you still have the Sonnentag Center that's going up and there's going to be construction around the Sonnentag Center a lot of construction in our area it does remind me of something and I forget who it was but one of our earliest years doing banker with a beer for Northwestern Bank and this is before the pandemic. I want to say this was just a few weeks before the pandemic hit. So like February 2020, there was a person that joined us. They were in construction. And at the time, they were talking about, got to remember, people were talking about the potential of recessions going back to before the pandemic. And he mentioned how looking out two, three years in the future with construction in our area, he said, oh, our area is, is ripe for a boom and econo- economy in this area is going to be fine for a while. Of course, we've then had the pandemic, but coming out of the pandemic, construction continues to be very, very strong. Construction in the future tends to be one of those early indicators of your economic strength. And it looks like in talking to people, construction projects continue on in the area, a lot of you know, contractors are busy, all of that. So good news in that, uh, in that front. You're getting a lot of building going on in the area. Not only do you have new construction, you got a lot of renovation of old stuff. So good times all around. All right, looking ahead at the calendar, everybody. I know people love uh, Talk of the Town. Hope to have a recorded issue for you on Thursday. In fact, that's the plan. We still uh, plan on doing a recorded show on Thursday, 
for Bank of the Beer, back uh, for uh, Talk of the Town, I should say, uh, plan on us having uh, new episodes live next Tuesday and Thursday. We'll be back to live again next Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook. Uh, but Thursday looks like it'll just be the podcast vehicle, no Facebook Live on Thursday. I'm busy out there, folks. Got to create even more podcasts for all of you. And make sure you're going out and checking out all of the great shows that we have. It is very fun to talk to people around town and they go, hey, I I listen to the Blankety Blank podcast. And I go, yep, that's one of ours. And they go, really? And they go, well, what about the so-and-so podcast? Well, that's with us, too. If there's a podcast locally that's worth its salt, it is part of Eau Claire Hometown Media. Uh, you found us. A lot of your friends have found us. The number of people visiting the website every day is astonishing. A lot of the people find us through Google search, too. It is amazing. Just talked to uh, some people before we started this podcast. Another group in town looking at starting a podcast locally. Hope they come on board. Join the fun that we all have. Well, that'll do it for today's edition of Talk of the Town. Back with you with a recorded edition on Thursday. On behalf of everybody who made this podcast possible, I'm Scott Monasano saying there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure to take advantage of it. And until next time, so long, everybody.